0: I was on a roll the other day. Okay. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to two best friends and their ideology, theology, COVID advice, all anecdotal, of course. But we're glad you're tuning in. We hope that this will bring you hope and joy. And that is just bringing encouragement to you wherever you find yourself today. I'm Ben, and I'm here with my best friend, Jay Tom. What's up, everybody? So last week, we introduced our podcast about the sanctity of life, which we felt like was relevant. We felt like it was helpful. Let us know if that helped you um, by liking, sharing, subscribing, doing all that fun stuff that people do these days on podcasts. But today, we want to talk about the stimulus check. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. Did you get your stimulus check, bro? You get it I, yet? I did not get my stimulus check. And I'm wondering if I will. You know, these pastors, like, I just, I don't even know if I'll get a stimulus check. But have you received yours, Jay?
1: No, no. Uh, I try. I, you know, of course. Like, why wouldn't I want to try to get my stimulus check? Because, you know, I'm going to pay for it. I'm going to be paying for it in the future. But I went to the website, you know, like there's all this confusion, of course, with this kind of stuff, but I did the, I went on the internet, I searched, I tried to figure it out. I went to irs.gov, inputted my information, and I got an error message, which said something about payment, not able to be... Payment information not able to be processed. I don't know. Something like that. It's some error message that everybody else is getting, too, oh which basically goodness. means there's no answer. They don't, no one knows what you do when you get that. You just can go back and check 24 hours later and see if they've updated your information.
0: But that's where I'm at. Come on, man. Well, you know, at least at least you're uh, proactive in that. I haven't even checked uh, barely checked my bank account. So anyway, we're hoping that comes soon. I know that um, I'm on a different end of the spectrum than maybe some other people around the nation where there's some people who've lost their jobs. They've been furloughed. They, um, they're they in line of uh, filing unemployment. I know people have actually called um, over 30 times to try to collect unemployment. It's been um, ridiculous. And I know that there's people really counting on this. So it's really going to help them. And and so I just wanted to I wanted to toss it around the stimulus check, Jay. How's this? How's this helpful? What should we do as Christians when we receive uh, a check like this? What does that look like? So um, the first question I have for you, Jay, this today on our podcast, and mm-hmm. and I don't know why I'm always asking the questions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you feel free to ask questions too. I, okay, I just okay you know, it's the, it's the pastor in me trying to control the conversation. So <laughs> what happens
1: when there's two pastors on the conversation?
0: <laughs> we just fight. That's all we do. That's uh, oh, okay. okay. That's all, that's all you and me do is, is just fight and uh, debate, but uh, just playing. So, so I just had this question, um, you know, the stimulus check. Let me ask you this. What are you doing with your stimulus check? That's my question. What are you doing with it, Jay? <laughs>
1: Mm. you know uh my stimulus check i can tell you i may ha- I, you know i could do the smart thing right okay, like obviously the smart thing is put it in my bank account use it for you know groceries and bills and things like that you know to help sustain my family in the coming months you know i'm uh you know because we live in Midland. I live in Midland. And so Midland has the oil economy's crashing on top of the stock market, on top of the coronavirus. So you just don't know what the future holds, right? I don't right. know like the how you know what my level of income is going to be in the coming months. Uh, because mine could change, right? So the smart thing would the smart thing to do would be to put it in the bank and to wait, right? But what I really wanna do, if I'm being honest right now, and I have to be honest because I'm a pastor, is uh, I want to buy. Uh, gym equipment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which, you know, that's an investment into your health. So, I mean, that's still a wise decision, I think. I mean, maybe, Uh, I don't know, you know, maybe you can find some used gym equipment, you know? I mean, I think, uh, you know, during this time, there's different gyms who are just deciding that, hey, I was doing this as a hobby and I just, uh, I think I want to pursue a different career path, which I think all of us are reevaluating our careers and decisions and what we've been doing with our life crisis always makes you reevaluate everything so maybe you can find some good used gym equipment out there you know in a in the
1: optimal world you'd be right you know but right now people be people be putting used equipment and upcharging like crazy i mean you you wouldn't believe what they're charging for used equipment online right now because i have looked at that stuff thinking like hey i could get some used equipment and it's almost as expensive as new equipment right now so wow you know, it's pretty crazy. You wouldn't think, you know, I I asked this question to some people the other day. I was like, what's the craziest thing that has sold out, you know, since yeah. this crisis has started? Right? Everyone knows about the toilet paper, everyone knows about the paper towels, everyone knows sure. about the disinfectant wipes. But you wouldn't expect that barbells and dumbbells and bumper plates and things like that that we use in CrossFit and working out would sell out but everywhere. Everywhere on the internet. Every every company they're all sold out. And
0: so yeah, that's crazy. I mean,
1: literally every day I'm going and checking, trying to see if new equipment's up on the website that I could get because I can't work out in my gym and I really miss it. It's a big part of my life. So yeah, yeah. that's right now what I'm wishing I could do my stimulus check on. But I don't know if I will. We'll see if wiser thoughts prevail in the long term. Okay. So well, what, what
0: about you? What about you? What do you want to spend your yeah, check on? Yeah, great question. Great question. So, I mean, likewise, you know, I think all of us, have a tendency to operate in caution. And I use the word caution mm. instead of fear because um, I just think we do need to be cautious um, and just thinking thinking about that balance, right? Because if I'm operating out of fear, I'm going to bury my stimulus in my backyard, you mm. know? And then I forget to tell somebody where it is. I die, um, God forbid, and they never find the stimulus check. <sighs> I think that's <laughs> happened a time or two, um, maybe with some other monetary currencies. But- Nonetheless, is Brandy and I have talked about this. Is so we, um, we have a car that we bought for a great deal. And so we just owe a few thousand dollars on that. So we're thinking about using it to pay that bill, uh, would be definitely one of the things that we'd like to do. I also, Jay, we just moved into a house. And um, I, when we moved in, I bought three pallets of sod, which no one cares about my sod or my grass, but I mm, am I thinking. Care. I'm thinking about buying more grass, which oh. I, I just feel like if I did that though, <laughs> I, I, mean, I, just, I mean, you know, I think people may roll their eyes at the fact that I'm buying grass while people are buying groceries with their stimulus mm-hmm. check, which mm-hmm. leads me into this question. Knowing that everything we get, we have to be stewards of, correct. Um, mm-hmm. as, as Christians, we believe that we're stewards Of everything that's entrusted to us, from our from our kids to our spouses to finances to whatever it may be, the the leadership, the influence that we have, we're all we are supposed to be wise stewards of that. So, um, that being said, is one question that I get sometimes is, uh, "Are as a pastor, am I supposed to tithe off the stimulus check? Like, Mm. I'm getting the stimulus check. Am I supposed to tithe off this thing?" And I wanted to ask you as since you know you're you're a missionary you don't receive for your for your salary any tithes um you have outside partnership of offerings that are come to you so what do you think um, somebody who is not a recipient <laughs> of, of a tithe but just it, it, what do you think about that
1: hmm. well, uh, wow so you just you dropped a, a stick of dynamite on me right there man i get you i get you throw the throw the 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 intense topic at me um what do i think about this so i think you know tithing is an interesting topic uh there's it's something that you know if we want to get into like the nitty-gritty of like theology and all that stuff it's it's a principle that predates the law like a lot of people want to jump right into the law and say well the tithing's about the law jesus has come and he's he's completed the law and so tithing isn't something we have to do and there's some truth to that, right? But that, you know, because it's, it's not about have to, right, with the tithe. Like, it's not about have to. That's the wrong way of looking at it. Um, the tithe is about recognizing that um, the source, who our source really is, the source of our income, the source of our provisions, the food on our table, the source of our blessings, the source of everything, that God himself is the source of life, right? And so at least that's how I view it. And so I think the tithe, you know, it's a unique opportunity for us as people to engage with the Lord and ask him what he wants us to do. So I don't know that there's a one size fits all answer to the question. You know, Um, I think that it's one of those things where you would go to the Lord and you would ask him yourself. And the heart now this is where it gets all tricky, right? Is because we also know that the Bible tells us our hearts are deceitful. And so some of us and most of us, including myself is going to look at this check and be like, mm, like, I want to spend all this money on me, you know, because uh, you know, if I give 10% of my stimulus check, that's a significant amount of money that I don't get to spend on weight equipment now, right? So it's like, man, you know, you, you kind of have to it takes a lot of uh, I don't know what the right word, maybe discipline or just like a really soft heart when you ask those kind of questions when you know deep down, like you have a way you hope the answer goes to be able to possibly hear the answer you don't want to hear. I don't know. Um, I guess if I was to answer for me personally, uh, I kind of have this like thing, um, I kind of go back to, uh, that I learned in law school actually. Um, okay. and it was in, it was in the, it was in my, uh, tax code law class, my tax law class, which, you know, uh, I am not in any way implying that the tithe is like a tax, but there was, a, there was like a philosophy, a way of thinking about taxes that they taught us in that class that I really, it clicked for me. It made sense like with taxes. And it was kind of like the way, the filter you would put on any source of income that comes into your life to determine whether you should pay taxes on that. And I kind of think it, it really applies well with Tithe. And so that principle was this, was that you in, if you want to know whether money that's coming into your bank account Should be taxed is you would ask two questions. One, has this money been already taxed? Okay, so that's like the first filter. And then the second filter is, does this increase my ability to pay more taxes? Okay, so that's like the thing. And we're not going to get into tax law. I'm just using that as my framework. But I've kind of taken that when I when it comes to the stuff the Lord gives me and provides, and I ask myself, okay, has what this have I been given something that has increased my increased for me like has god given me an increase and if he's given me an increase i want to give back to the lord and recognition that he is always a source of my provision and that's not something that i worked to get that i produced solely on my own i may have had a part in it but that really that god is the one that did it and so if i have an increase my filter for myself is i want to i want to take that increase and give back a portion of it back to the Lord. So that's what I'm going to do. So the likelihood is yes, I probably will tithe off of my stimulus check based on that kind of framework.
0: Man, that is that is awesome. What a what a great insight. Great, um, a great way to articulate that. I would uh, obviously articulate it um, at a lesser academic level um, because <laughs> because my level of academics is lower. But I've always seen the tide to be. Um, something that comes off of the works of your labor. So something that Mm -hmm. you produce and you get paid for um, as working and realizing that you feel like you earned all hundred because you were working. And then um, realizing, though, that everything that you got because of your work was from God. And so when you release 10 percent of that, a tithe off of that, it just releases you from realizing, hey, it wasn't me who earned this, but it was God who provided. And so I've always encouraged and told everybody you should you should tithe off of um, pre-tax income that you earned. And, um, and that's something that you should do. And I've also encouraged people, if somebody gives you a gift, like a birthday gift or um, birthday mm. gift money, don't tithe off of that. That was a gift. That was just because God loves you and he doesn't expect you to give him anything back from that. So that's how I've always viewed the tithe. Now, like I said, it's, or like you said, it's just law, um, tithe is law and it's a principle. And ultimately it's like, what is in our heart, you know, and Mm -hmm. where is God? Is he, is he enthroned on our heart or is possession is the stimulus check. If you've been checking your bank account every five minutes, but you already have a job and you already have groceries in the pantry, but you've been checking it every five minutes just to see if you got an extra $1,200, you, you, may, you may have a heart problem. If you're looking mm-hmm. that hard for, for a blessing, you know, that's coming and you know it's gonna come. I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna judge people's heart there. I just, it just definitely fascinated to me. You know, one cool story, Jay, that I heard about the stimulus was, mm-hmm. there's a small group in Atlanta, and all these guys have their jobs still, they're young professionals, it's a young professional small group. And they all have decided that collectively they were gonna combine their stimulus checks and give it away completely, 100%. Wow. So the, the, this small group was going to give away $30,000, equivalent $30,000 to people in need because they have their jobs. I was just motivated and encouraged by a story like that. Um, So have you heard anything else about how people are going to spend their stimulus or maybe maybe what to do with it?
1: Yeah, I think there I mean, there's there's tons of that. That's the beauty. Right. Like uh, one thing I was thinking about as you're talking is like it's just a reminder right of like and i don't know the background of these students or these people you were talking about that have decided that you know they all have they all have decent jobs and they're going to they're going to you know give away their stimulus checks but it's just i don't know if they've know jesus i don't know if they follow jesus or not it doesn't i mean it matters but in the context of what we're talking about it doesn't matter is that it just reminds me of that we're all made in the image of god and so hmm. just that people even who don't know jesus you know, and aren't following Jesus are still, we're so capable still of these incredible acts of love and mercy and grace and generosity. You know, it's really um, encouraging because you can just see the hand of God in his creation, right? No matter where we are in that spectrum. and. And of course, we're obviously capable of very bad things too, but it's just a cool reminder that, you know, in times like this, there's this crisis, there's there's disease spread across the world, there's economic uncertainty, and there's this group of young people who respond by saying, hey, I'm not going to take this money for myself and buy gym equipment like Pastor J. Tom, I'm going to give it away and help the people, my neighbor around me, you know, which is right. really incredible. Um Uh, I love that. I love that, 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 you know, thought process, that, that heart behind that, Um, you know, uh, I don't know. I was like, you know, for us, I'm trying to think, I don't know. You know, there's some, there's incredible ministries that you can give to. I think there's incredible, even non-ministries that you could give to. Um, One thing I really uh, think about is just, you know, the food bank, I think we've realized like the food banks, one of those ministries that are not ministries necessarily, but just charities help organizations for your yeah. community that it's easy to forget about, you know, like, yeah. it's like, Oh, the food bank, you know, cause I think in America it's, we just don't think about people not having food here. Um, right. we think about that maybe in other places, but I think we've been, we've realized in moments like this, how, important I mean, a minister a charity like that is and so maybe that's a place to give you know I know that's what Mid Cities has been doing we've given to the food bank and it's just I've just been reminded of how important it is to how right. f- yeah how fundamental it is the need of food and water for people. Right. And it's really hard to impact them on a deeper level with other things and other problems that are going on in their life if they don't have food and water. Um, I think we see Jesus do that. You know he's he obviously came to touch and impact our hearts and our, the you know, our, our internal beings, but also he fed people and he, you know, like he did that over and over again. And it's, it's just a reminder of that we do have, a, I think it's important to meet people's tangible everyday needs too. So maybe something like that.
0: Yeah, no, that's great insight. You know, um, here in San Antonio, Texas, we had 6,000 cars lined up to the food bank Um, just needing food. A third of our economy is driven by tourism. So that's all shut down. So there's definitely some need within our community. I know you have needs there in West Texas and all over the nation and the globe. There there are needs and there's people without. So I do think asking Jesus um, what he would want you to do with your stimulus check is very Mm -hmm. important and um, before you go, spend something that I've been thinking about is Amazon is amazing. They're shipping everything to everywhere, um, yeah. and and it's awesome. But um, they also have this this little clickbait where essentially uh, you can put everything right there, and you can buy now with one click of a button right there. Mm, buy now that. with one click of a that. button. That that's my favorite I, feature. That's your favorite feature. Well, it <laughs> was my favorite feature, but what I realized it it makes you not really consider or think about the thing that you're purchasing. If you can buy it instantaneously right there, then you don't have to necessarily think about what mm. you're purchasing. And I think sometimes when we get a stimulus check, we we almost it's like a one click of the button where we already have our cart full of the things that we want. We've already made our stimulus spending list. We've already made all those things and we're just waiting for it to hit our bank account. And then we're going to hit that button and we're going to spend it all in a moment. And I almost feel like Amazon should just change that button, uh, especially right now where they should say, think before you buy. Mm. Think before you click. And I think that was something that we need to do as the stimulus check comes in. Just hearing your heart, hearing what is going on, just consider what the Lord would have you do with that money. Consider what you think you should do. Consider what the wise thing would be. And so think before you click would kind of be my encouragement to everybody. Do you have a last minute word, Jay?
1: Think before you click. I like that. I like that. Think before you click. Maybe you should make a t-shirt. Maybe that should be the first Best Friends podcast t-shirt is think before (laughs) you click. You know, I maybe that's what we should do is we should get one of those accounts like people have, you know, uh, uh, I don't even remember the name of it. But it's for the for people to become followers of our show, you know, because we have this huge following, this huge friend base. So maybe that's like a T-shirt. Think before you you click. But see, my problem with that, Pastor Ben, is if I think before I click, I'm not going to get what I want so, that's, you know, I'm true. not sure I, I'm i not sure I like this new philosophy. I feel it's too responsible for me, you know, too responsible. It is. You know, because I, I think I, I might not end up with the barbell that I want right. in my gym. Right. You know, so
0: which and obviously, obviously, Jay, um, with uh our listenership, which I think is upwards to maybe twelve, um <laughs> there, there is there is if they're if they're the statistics of our nation, 50 percent. Felt a social responsibility to quarantine. Fifty percent did not. Uh, mm. Half of the country felt like, man, we should we should uh, isolate, quarantine. We should uh, physically distance. Half of the country went to beaches and flew really cheap across the country, and then we're having a really hard time coming back. Half of the country were um, seeing this as an opportunity, at discount. And so I would say this is as people are listening to us, there's probably half of the people who, are, who really want that button think before you click. And then there's another half who kind of just want to do what they want to do with their stimulus mm. money. So mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully this conversation today helps people as we're two best friends talking about what to do with the stimulus check. Maybe um this conversation helps stir some thinking and some probing before they spin. Jay, thanks so much for being on. You're my best friend. I'm glad we got to do this. Thanks everybody for listening to two best friend podcast. We're still thinking of a creative name. Don't worry. It's coming at you next Thursday. It's dropping share, like, Love or dislike. Do whatever you want because we we just have opinions, and you may not like them. We love you. Be blessed. Love Stay you. safe. Stay safe.